them, Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello, and you're listening to Them Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit-talking podcast for movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, and I need to make an announcement today. Uh, Nico, the other guy, he's not here. He's, I don't know, doing stuff. He's He got lost. <laughs> so co-hosting with me today is Nerdy Nick. Hello again. Yep. Hey, hey how you going? Pretty good. Yeah. And... Polytractor. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah. Yep. Do you, do, you, do you like that, the Polytractor? The Polytractor, yeah. yeah, yeah. Returning again. <laughs> returning again. Yeah, from last week. What, what did we talk about last week? Um, last week we did the cartoons. Cartoons, yes. Yeah. And this week we were going to talk about uh, John Wick 3 and Detective Ooh. Pikachu, but um, Nick's not here, so we might change that up a bit and talk about anime and manga. And manga. Uh, yeah, okay. anime, mango, <laughs> anime, <or> mango. <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about because I've recently just watched a couple of new things. So, um, I started watching Hunter X Hunter, Hunter E X Hunter. Hunter X yes, Hunter. yeah. <laughs> I saw My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yep. And what else did I see? I, I saw Time. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yep. Um, not all of season three yet, but uh, quite a few episodes. Uh, what about you guys? Have you got, what are the animes uh, you guys been watching recently? I, I recently went back and watched a bit more of Attack on Titan because when I was watching it, it wasn't all out. And now they had like the new season. And I just remember when I first watched it, like Nick here introduced me to it and I was over at his place. Yeah, I was there as well. Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> um, this is a few years back. And then um, I was just watching it on his couch. And then all of a sudden I go up to like episode 10 and Nick's all like, hmm, when does your bus come? <laughs> <laughs> that anime is just such a shock. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, do you think it kills off these characters just to shock people? Well, yeah. Mm, well, yeah. they actually have characters built up toward the point, so they're not just throw away for shock value. Like, they don't just introduce them and then kill them off. I feel they like they get, do. But well, that's what they do. They actually... The, the artist the, is worse. He actually makes you get attached to these new char- the characters. Yeah. Then he kills them off, so it actually has the shock value. Yeah, but... If people decide every week, there'd be no point to it. Yeah, mm. like, there's a weird thing where he can... Um, they write it really well because he can develop a character within one episode. I noticed you're like, oh, this character's going to be good, and then they're just being eaten by a time. <laughs> you know, the very next episode, yeah. you're like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> you remember the... Um, I think it's in season two where... The rookies and then some of the veteran scouts, they're all held up at like um, uh, a decrepit castle. Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. And yeah, and just these times come out of nowhere and just start fucking destroying them and then just pulling them apart and shit. I'm like, oh God. Uh, <laughs> and I think it was like only two episodes with the, those characters. You're like, oh, the, these characters are going to live. Yeah. And they just <laughs> I was like when I was watching it, because like, I started watching it uh, again. I'm like, don't get, don't get uh, attached to any of these characters because you, you don't know who's gonna who's yeah. gonna live or who's gonna die. And I, I like the way that that's written because you can actually uh, almost Game of Thrones style. Like you don't, yeah. know, you don't know mm-hmm. who's gonna die, and you're like, okay. And then that um, oh, is it Kelly? Kelly, that that fucking Western guy, the hat. 
It's got the guns. Just yeah. fucking kills three people off straight away that you thought were going to be, you know, at least pro- predominant characters. Oh, yeah, you got like the top 10. And it's like, oh, looks, like, you get the top 10 of all of the. And that Levy guy comes. Is it Levy? Levi. Levi, the Levi. Levi. And he's just like, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I think his name's Kelly. Is it? Is it? Kenny. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny yes. Kenny. Kenny the, the, Kenny uh, the Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking in. kills. That's actually quite far into the show. I'll give credit yeah. to Attack on Titan. The fight scenes, like the choreograph between the Titans is phenomenal stuff. Oh, very, yeah. very close to real MMA. Like a lot of the techniques they yeah. use and everything. Yeah. A lot of jiu-jitsu, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah, I noticed and, that. And um, great boxing and everything else like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very, very, like a very nice manga to read as well. With yeah. a great anime as well. Thank goodness they do it in seasons to give it time to yeah. animate yeah. it properly. Oh, mm. I just I just like, um, you watch the first season, you're like, oh, they had no money for this. They had like no budget. It's like you see kind of like still frames and things like that. It's, it's like they're walking around and get to like season two and it's like, oh, now they have money. It's because <laughs> they had to save all their money for the fight scenes, all right? Yeah. When, yeah. They, when they got that thing of gear, okay? Yeah. And then they started fighting the Titans. They, they literally had to save their budget for those episodes. Yeah. yeah. Like if you look yeah. at it, it's just like, okay, they, they, they can't animate this part, but you know, you're going to see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then yeah. you just got to kind of get through that and then. That 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 stops like, like like yeah, right after the first season. I, I, or something I like noticed that. it like when when they're not fucking flying around like steampunk Spider Man, <laughs> it, it's animation just drops completely, yeah. and they you know fall on the whole, just standing there and the mouths are moving generically and you can add whatever you know words you want in them. Yeah. Yeah, but during the fight scenes, oh my god. Yeah, it's like that like, one with Kenny and uh, Levi, just holy shit yeah he just fucked up all of fucking kenny's troops just going around <laughs> steampunk spider-man style it was fucking cool steampunk spider-man is that, that that's that's got that is a really great concept that you can just you just go crazy with just you know um like shooting shooting uh yeah. the steampunk uh what is it grappling hooks yeah. into everything and you're like wait a minute what are they shooting it into? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> There's yeah. a couple of parts where they're out of the fucking, they're out of fields, and then all of a sudden they're, they're shooting off. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you kind of like it's the corner of like the frame. That's where they're shooting <laughs> off. You don't think about, but they do, they do address it quite a bit. Where it's just like, oh, we're in an open field, we can't use our gear in this area or whatever, because like they do kind of address it to a certain extent, but like yeah. they don't go too crazy into it, which is all right because you don't want you don't want to be thinking about oh. There's no trees in this area, so they can't do anything. Or like, you know, it's just because that make that make it boring. But yeah. Well, you'd think from one of the uh, one of the things that they would do in Attack on Titan is just plant trees everywhere. Oh yeah. Then why the fuck do they do that? Trees everywhere. Yeah. Like they they shouldn't have open fields anywhere, but they do. They just like there's like just open fields all over the place yeah, for I know. some reason <laughs> <laughs> so we need to use our right. we need to use our, our shooting stuff and now I also wanted to try to answer the age old question uh-huh. the you know the one that's plagued scholars for the dawn since the dawn of Dawn of Time, all right? It's ancient yeah. Greeks. No. It's <laughs> ancient Greeks. Yeah, because there was nothing before the ancient dubs Greeks. Dubs over subs or subs over dubs? <laughs> Look, now... There's, like, I don't want to say that one is better than the other, but, you know, it really depends on the anime that you're watching because sometimes the English is just ridiculously bad. And yeah, but that's the same with the Japanese. Yeah, well, Japanese sometimes the Japanese is really bad. It yeah. works every way. Yeah. 
is like I said, it comes down to like some of the dubs are actually way superior to the actual subs. Um, like Cowboy Bebop is a perfect example. Wow. They perfectly Legendary. nailed it. Legendary. Um, so good. But then there's other shows that are just purposely really, really bad in English that you watch in the subs at the time to actually yep. get a better viewing at the same time. It's just, but yeah, it's it, it just it gets frustrating for both ends where if some people just go, I only watch the dubs and that's it. And it's the other people are going like, I only watch the subs at it. It's like yeah. you're kind of robbing yourself because I watch both in dubs and subs because I want to see what both of them are like yeah. mm-hmm. to get a proper comparison and everything. Uh, but to just say flat out that one is better than the other, it's just not possible. Because yeah. there's some scenarios and situations that work in English, like Attack on Titan and Cowboy Bebop, because you can tell the characters are put in more Western settings. Um, but you can't really have an English setting for, like, maybe like Yu Yu Hakusho or anything else, where it's a very, very predominantly Japanese setting, oh, yeah. and it becomes yeah. very confusing. Yeah. And same with Kenshin as well. I feel like that is about that too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Not Yuhaku just, shows not just that. Um, with dubs, the biggest problem, I think, is when they do the translation of it. See, bad dub companies, what they'll do is they'll just do a one-for-one translation and just translate the script. And so you'll be watching it like, I don't understand what the fuck they're talking about, even though they're talking in English. Yeah. Because they've just translated straight from the Japanese. They haven't yeah. really adapted it to an yeah, English audience. Yeah. There's actually an interview I read of um, the first people that actually did dubbing into English, and they explained that they had to change some of the dialect and everything because they understand that they're translating for a Western audience. Yeah. You cannot just flat out do a, a Japanese translation into English because then you're going to be using, like, little girls do not go to their big brothers and go, big brother, every time and <laughs> like that, like, onisan or anything else like yeah. that. They just they call them by their name more than anything yep. else. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You, you know, there's some things that make sense, but if you do it, like, one for one, it gets very confusing to people and everything yep. else because they're not talking like normal people would in the West. Well, they, yeah. they do, the, they kind of get away with it in um, uh, animes like Full Metal Alchemist and stuff because, like, where, like, Alphonse will constantly go, big brother and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But... It kind of it kind of works for 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 that one in English. Not really. I, I'm tipping if you watch it, it, it I reckon they would have rewritten like well, big seen, parts of the script. If you, I've I, seen it I can't both. remember. There's there's quite a few animes. I can't think of anything on the top of my head where they completely changed the script and it just changes the story for no. the better for a Western audience. That they, they, they do that quite a lot. There was a really funny one with. Uh, what was ghost it stories, it was ghost stories. Yeah. Yes, where it's yeah. just like the um, terrible in Japanese, amazing the, in English. Yeah. The, the English, the English <laughs> dub just yeah. go. They, they look. They must have looked at the script and said, "Well, well, this is kind of boring and shitty. Let's just let's just make it into comedy." And yeah. it just it was almost like a complete abridged. Yeah. There's another like they one. Just, they made it into a big joke. There's another one that came hilarious. out not too long ago, a few years back. Now I think it's called Stockings and something else. Stocking and Panty. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, I think I've that, seen that one. It, it, it's like a, if you watch it right in English, you'd think it was just like an Adult Swim or Cartoon Network thing, but it's actually anime. Right. But it's done in an American style, right? And the dub in that is just mwah. <laughs> same thing as Ghost Story. They, they'll just like fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. Another one is uh, yeah. Samurai Pizza Cats. That's the one I was when I was a kid. Yeah. Where that was meant to be like a super serious Sentai show with cats, and they were just like, no one's going to take this seriously. Yep. And then they just made up their own script for majority yeah. of the episodes and everything. Yeah, oh, but yeah, didn't they, they just, actually just make that shit on the spot? Yeah, they got yeah, the they stock did on the fly. footage, and they're just yeah. like, well, what what are they doing in this scene? And it's like, oh, they're cooking pizzas. Okay, Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so that was that was like that was pretty awesome yeah. back then. Yeah, but yeah. like I said, uh, with dubs, they good ones will t- 
tend to change the scripts for the better to fit Western audiences better. Like the especially drama ones, they tend to not to. If you change it from the Japanese script to the uh, an English script, drama ones need to be changed. Well, there, there is quite a like I can't think of any examples. It's just how the, the words. Head, it's just how the words. The how people speak to each other in Japanese and yeah. English, oh, yeah. it's just different. A perfect well, example is uh, that anime Mark put, uh, another, a friend of our Mark was talking about on Facebook, says, I want to eat your pancreas. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, excuse me? But in the phrase, that's in a Japanese phrase, it's like you want to eat something that helps someone to recover from a cancer they're having. But yeah. that's completely lost on people when you yeah. talk about it in the English title. So it, different words, different meanings. It, yeah. So they do have to change it quite a bit. A good script will change it anyway. I actually remember having this thing um, just the other day when I was watching My Hero Academia. And um, it was it was weird because they they had um, like the, the, the main character with the name Deku. Um, yeah. And I, I had to say, uh, it makes more sense. It, it makes more sense in, 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 in Japanese because like when... They change like one of the letters or something like Deco can mean hero, yeah, or something like that. But it doesn't translate into English at all. Yeah, like when they're going through the his nickname in that anime, yeah. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, like it's a big, <laughs> it's a big thing yeah. in in Japanese because the way that they were saying it, they were teasing him because Deku meant like worthless or something like that. But then if yeah. you change the pronunciation slightly, Deku means hero. Yeah, so it's just like. This big thing in Japanese. So when you're watching it in English, it makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. See, that's like, one of the things. That's hell what I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah. yeah. When but, they have to change the scripts. Yeah, but it it doesn't really wreck My Hero Academia. It's just this is just one part that just yeah, didn't make a, any sense. Yeah, that's a tiny <laughs> small part. Yeah. Um. So again, uh, Hunter X Hunter. I want to talk about that. You mm. guys love it, don't you? Oh, I love Hunter X Hunter. Yeah. I like it. It just comes down to, as I said, the the latest manga. Whenever they f- he feels like releasing it, it's become too much of an info dump. That's what I have yeah. to say about the newer stuff. But yeah. a lot of the stuff that I read growing up, like when watching like Hunter x Hunter, because I watched uh, like with uh, Paul's brother, not going to give his name out for the podcast, but I watched it on the videotapes when it first came out, the overs. So mm-hmm. when it came out now, the ones you guys most likely would have watched was done by Madhouse Studios, the same people that did One Punch Man. So good. I love yeah. Madhouse. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah um, when I was watching, like, I, I watched the old ones um, first because it was, like, came out in, I think it was, a, it was really old. I think it came out, like, in the 60s or something like that. No, no it's 90s. No, 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 that original, old. The original one. And then they no, did the original one. Was 60s? The 90s. No, man. No, the original was the 90s, It's like man. the first anime ever came out in the 60s, dude. Uh, yeah, Not so, even yeah. joking. Anyway, the original one came out, like, Way earlier. It's like Astro Boy so territory. Yeah. Quite, <laughs> yeah, quite the, the first Hunter and Hunter came out in the 90s. Was it the 90s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I watched all those and it was about 60 episodes and a few OVAs. Yeah. Uh, and then they had a whole series of OVAs um, for the whole Greed Island arc. And then they decided to redo the entire thing. I think it was in like 2014. Yeah. Um, and they just started like, they, they just decided, oh, we're going to restart it and we're going to get rid of all these filler episodes and just make it a bit more streamlined. And then... They got like to a point where they just kept on, like it was just exposition city. Mm. It just they kept on. Uh, the narrator just went crazy, and you just he kept on uh, saying what was going, what was happening, second by second, and it just got so annoying. And I'm just like, God damn it, just just stop talking. Yeah, it turned <laughs> in from hunter hunter into info dump info dump. <laughs> just like in this sec, in this moment, he thought that he uh, had just. Uh, 
save the world or something like that, but uh, he didn't actually save. And there's just this whole constant thing with the narrator. Like, it stops the action for, like, every tiny second that's going on on the screen yeah. because everything's supposed to be going so fast. It's like uh, the whole the whole episode's happening within 10 seconds so the just, narrator had to say... Just listening to you describe it makes me mad. Yeah, <laughs> it's control, a, please. It's it's really, it is really annoying and it's such a good story. Like, it actually yeah. is such a, like really really good story at that point but it just they slowed it down way too much and it's just one of yeah. those examples of like show not tell that you really really they really needed to be showing you what was going on and not telling you yeah it's every a visual five medium. seconds like mm. what was going on yeah see okay i i watched it the the new season which came out in 2014 i yeah. saw season one and i think part way through season two yeah. So I think I was telling you guys before that they um so they've passed the hunter exam, yeah. right? So they've all they're all hunters now. Uh and then they went to the assassin place and then they got killed back. Yeah. And that was There's last I saw. Families. They're thing. all assassins. So like after after that then they they basically go to Actually, you know what you should do is um Nick, can you explain what Hunter x Hunter is okay. to the people? All right. Well, Hunter, despite we're saying Hunter x Hunter, first to explain it, the X that's used in the middle of the writing is like their version of a full stop. So when we say Hunter yeah. x Hunter, we're not being insulting the fans. That's the only way to really describe yeah. it when you see the title. It's like a filler. Yeah, it's, it's a filler. A, yeah. yeah, it's like an apostrophe or whatever they it's use. It's like triple X holic. It's not actually triple X holic. It's just holic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's so basically Hunter Hunter is set in a fictional world where basically the highest ranking adventurers beget the rank of what well, they have to go through a strenuous test to become hunters. And when you become a hunter, it's basically that you're allowed to go into the other parts of the world that are even off the map yes. of the world that are forbidden for other people because it's that dangerous. Mm. Um, so there's always that sense of what is out there when it gives it to the series and everything. And that's what the series actually brought us for the um, coming up called the Chimera arc is when an ant from outside that world comes into their world that they know of and it actually starts eating people around it and everything to build its own army and making more of it and everything else like that. Shit. Yeah. It's yeah. Like it starts, like when, when it finds something that it likes to eat, um, it yeah. will hunt that species down to pretty much extinction. Ugh. So... Like it's eating you, people. So yeah, you, you like at the start you kind of see it, and it's like an ant. It's actually ant-sized, and it eats like I don't know. It will eat like different insects yeah. and stuff, so, and it will take the DNA from that insect or whatever, and it the next generation will be born with traits from that insect. So say oh, okay. So it will like so if it eats like a, a flying insect, it will have wings and stuff. Now. So but that's not later. That's not until later on, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. a bit later on. Yeah, and but this is just explaining the yeah. world of that. That's the world they live in. Yeah. Is that very dangerous? It, it's a very. It's a very. A lot of the parts of the world are very unknown. But yeah. Yeah. as the intro says, it's like they. But they understand that there's a lot of money to be made, a lot of wealth yeah. and everything yeah. that comes with. That's why a lot of people go so for yeah. this. So, so what do you hunter get is being, like being an adventurer and you can yeah. go off and do. Now your remember, own shit. I remember the hunter's license itself is very valuable. Well, Supposedly, you can sell it for like seven lifetimes worth of money yeah see yes. that's the yep. thing it's like if you're a hunter you don't care about money so like people who just yeah that's do, because they get free shit everywhere they go yeah it, 
kind of. But no, that's like, what they said. Ninety percent of accommodations is free. Yeah, travels so, free. So, yeah. So as the long next, as you have that yeah. So the next thing license. is, um, so your next arc will be the Greed Island arc, and you actually oh. see. Oh wait, no, nah, no, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, you're, you're actually your next arc. Uh, your the next arc isn't the Greed. It's um the, the Tower. No, nah, uh, no, because you've seen that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the Tower arc is before yeah. Greed Island. But anyway, um. It's it's pretty cool because like you see that the the hunters don't actually care about money because like he's trying to get this this game called a joy station because you know copyright and they can't use the word <laughs> PlayStation in the show. so he's trying to get a joy station and this it shows um that the game that he wants is Great Island and that it's really really expensive to get but when you actually see the ranking of things that are hard to get in that world it's like a G rank item but it's like billions of dollars so it's like money in that world isn't isn't worth much to hunt and to hunters because hunters can like procure things like really easily so if you if you need if it's hard for you to get this game then you're not really a very good hunter in the end because you know it's just money yep okay so yeah fair enough yeah see i found after i watched through i guess it's about halfway through season two i've realized that it's just Another Shonen Jump anime. Uh, the really main character is just this very stern, has a lot of... He's strong, but he has a lot of hidden potential that he hasn't used yet. Uh, a loudmouth character that kind of always goes over the top, like gets uh, always quick to anger. The very cool, calm, collective character. Mm. Um, and then you have the mentors of these people that are just like super cool themselves and then you have silly mentors like it's a very typical shonen jump anime uh, there's a lot of shonen tropes in it yeah yeah, yeah there is yeah. quite a bit but yeah it's just the way that they do their powers in that particular show that yeah, i but find really again, interesting again that's another shonen uh jump trope where they don't talk about like the major powers of this anime until afterwards oh uh, yeah like you know they what's they it called had to again? become a hunter so they could actually unlock the next part of their training, which yep. is kind of like them well, learning about Nen, Nen and, yeah. then, and then like, which is their like power in that world. But I actually find it really interesting because with the Nen in that particular anime, uh, it it's based on their imagination. So say you've been playing games all your life, your personality will kind of structure what your power is going to be. So if you, like there's one character who's a bomber and he liked playing tag his entire life. So he basically had his powers based around him playing tag with everyone. And whenever he touched you and you said, I'm the bomber, then you get a, a bomb strapped to that spot that he touched you. And then the well, way- Just like an invisible bomb. Like an invisible bomb. Okay. And then the way you disarm it is you have to tag him and say, I've caught the bomber. But he's like, but because he's like super good at it, is almost impossible to touch without okay. him exploding the bomb uh, before you touch him and he can blow it up whenever he wants. So it's like one of those things. So if you're like, I find that really interesting with the, the way that they do the powers yeah. and that kind of a thing. Yeah, but you could say that about One Piece. Exact oh, same thing. Could, it's all to do with your imagination, with the the, no, um, the with fruit one, powers. With One Piece, it's just, it's it's whatever fruit you've eaten. With Hunter x Hunter, it's like whatever you're interested in. Yeah, so, yeah, I understand yeah. that, but depending on the fruit that you have, it's how you how you imagine using it. 
Oh, yeah, well, you can do yeah. that because yeah. I, I found, like, I don't know, with One Piece, you got the candle guy, uh, he, 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 well, his, his power is basically candles or like wax yeah. and stuff. And then he's like, well, if I grind my wax down to like particle, uh, to particle level and then they breathe it in, they're slowly going to turn into candles themselves. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, he's, he had to think about that yeah. pretty damn hard because who the hell thinks about <laughs> that shit? Yeah. And then what's the guy with the mochi power? Uh, Katakuri, yeah. the latest one. He's uh, made a mochi, which is, uh, to explain if people don't know what mochi is, it's, it's fermented rice that's beaten to become a sticky paste. <laughs> so basically he's a sticky paste man. And delicious, he's able, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's very delicious. Oh, um, that is good. But the, the, with the sticky, well, of course, this was kind of done as a character for Luffy was the rubber man was going to fight against the mochi man. Actually, so, but, you know what, Let, let's take it back. And uh, Paul, you're a huge One Piece nerd. Oh, Explain I'm, what I'm, One Piece is. I'm just is. about as big a One Piece nerd as Nick is here, oh, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, yeah. to explain what One Piece is, this is based. This is set in the imaginary world of pirates with superpowers. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Just says it right there. Like you don't yeah. really need to say anything else at this point. Yeah. It's pirates with superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's called One Piece because the main cat, the the character they introduced at the start is called Gold Roger. He conquered what was called the Grand Lines, which is all the oceans in One Piece. Uh, the world of One Piece. And before he was executed, they all asked him, where did he have the most elusive treasure of all? And he said, I left it for you there at the end of One Piece. There's an island called Raftel where he's left it there, where people have to figure out a way to get into Raftel and if whoever claims it becomes the Pirate King. Yeah. But yeah, basically. What happens if when they become the Pirate King, do other pirates have to listen to them? Not really. <laughs> I don't think so. so, so <laughs> well, that's what like, it in comes actual, down to. In the actual show, they've got like different hierarchies. Or you got like the yeah. you got like um the world government, which is like one huge thing, and then then you've got the emperors, which are these pirates that are just so ridiculously powerful they own like a territory of the world. So yeah. they're, they're almost like countries in themselves. The pir- pirates that have become so powerful that they're basically just own their own territories. It's mostly a bragging right that yeah. if you're the pirate king, you're stronger than everyone else. Yeah, exactly. And nobody wants to admit that someone else is stronger than him. But when you're the pirate king, that's it. There's no yeah. disputing and it. And if you can get to one piece the fastest, well, that's your way of saying I am stronger than everyone yeah. else because everyone is after this, this yeah. treasure and I got it first. That means I'm the strongest. Yeah. And so. we follow characters, uh, Monkey D. Luffy, Zoro, um, Sanji. Yeah, we're following Sop, the, the, the Straw Hats. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're following <laughs> the, the main character, character called the Straw Hats. Yeah. And basically they're led by Monkey D. Luffy and all the other characters that have become his friends along the way have become like the stronger crew members and everything else. Oh, yeah. uh, it's basically the story about them in the world of One Piece. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's uh, just your traditional shonen anim- uh, anime where it's, you know, you got your stern, pretty strong um, protagonist that has heaps of fucking potential. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. He's yeah. Not, when you when you actually look at it, he's not really that strong. Um, Are you kidding me? <clears throat> oh, Are no, you no, fucking no. kidding compared me? To, compared to like even even his own crew members and like other people in the actual world. Um, Are you kidding you see, me? You see that Luffy's yeah, not really he's very, actually... Yeah, he's very, very beatable. He's, he can be beaten pretty easily, actually. But he always seems to... He His thing is um, that he's really good at choosing who he fights. Like, 
Really? I'm pretty yeah. sure he just chooses to fight every single person. He sees no. the strongest and he's like, I want to fight you. No, that's no, he, literally he what he does. He doesn't no, really that, do that. Remember that's when what... he was fighting the guys, CP9? He just fucking beat them. Yeah, but like, he... Like, out of nowhere, he's just like, oh, third gear, somehow. Yeah, but that, that's a, that's the thing where... Um, he doesn't... Uh, he actually he actually kind of unlocks that kind of thing in, in like, one of, the, one of the movies or whatever, which kind of is linked to the show, but... Yeah, yeah. come on, man. But, like, like um, but yeah, who he kind of, movies? like, show, you, but he kind of shows that he's been like but like in other parts of like the show if you kind of like look at small little details you kind of see him how as he's kind of progressing it but yeah. the thing is it's like if if luffy he luffy fought the main guy of cp9 but he knew that was the guy that he needed to beat if he had yeah. gone after one of the people that like with swords or something like one of the people that Zoro was fighting or maybe even like I some of the other people. I don't think Luffy's that fucking smart, man. He, he just saw the strongest guy and he's like, I want to fight the strongest guy and oh, get Robin back. That was his literal mindset. He, I don't think he sat there. He's like, hmm, okay, I'm going to strategize not, this. I'm he, not going to fight the guy with a sword or the other guy that's like an ox he, or the giraffe guy yeah, yeah. or that other See, chick look, if, guy. If, if I want to go fight the strongest. I don't think yeah, but that's he was thing. literally if strategy. If Luffy strategy. had fought the giraffe guy, he would have lost completely there was no way he would have won against that because guy. I'm pretty sure because he could I'm, actually I'm pretty cut sure Luffy so okay yeah. but I'm pretty sure most fights in one piece when that when the straw hat crew come up to another crew it's like okay Luffy we'll take care of all the grunts you don't you go take care of the leader I'm pretty sure that's the formula they have um well, not, not when it's really. Up, no, what's on the new world? What about being, when they went to fucking what's it, Bark Island? Uh, yeah, Thriller Bark. Yeah, Thriller Bark. Well, Thriller you got to look at it. It's yeah. like well, you got to took up to took what, after that as well. Well, actually, he kind of lost at the end because Kuma turned up, who was a warlord who completely trounced oh, him. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, true. He, he, yeah, he, and then you got to remember yeah. when Luffy tried to recover Ace from the prison, he got out of the prison and then he made it to what was called the war of the best yeah. and he got completely wrecked yeah. by the admirals and everyone and else. And then he goes to Whole Cake Island like later on and he gets completely fucked over. No, no, he basically I, has I, to, I don't deny that. Yeah, so it's he, not like he, he But, but he characters win, get body. Actually, yeah. They do get body but when they come up like the guy, the, the mochi guy, who wins? Well, Luffy well, does. How strong is that mochi guy? Well, he's the very king of one billion. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's that guy is really money. fucking strong, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's, he is. He is really strong, but like again, it yeah. was, it's not again, something like that I wasn't. Said, it was again, not something that wasn't out of Luffy's like wheelhouse. He had the the actual. You see, like you like the way he was training and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You see that he actually had the ability to beat him. The fucking he, lightning yeah. guy should have won. Oh, that that was yeah. one of he should have fucking like that was yeah, one of those, that yeah. was one of those, are, are those things me? where it's just like yeah he probably should have won, but you I'm know so, uh, like Luffy, Luffy was made Luffy of is a very shown. Don't give me that shit, man. He, yeah, he was lightning, so rubber and lightning. Uh, don't give me that win. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he bloody encased his head in a fucking. Solid gold thing. Right, yeah, I yeah. think they didn't think too much about how hot lightning is to yeah. rubber, like yeah. when they were actually making that episode. But it's just fun to watch. So anyway. Yeah, don't, don't give me that shit. And then Anel doesn't actually job. die. He goes to he, he goes, goes to, to space. The moon. He goes to the moon and, <laughs> and he becomes a moon pirate. All right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which you don't see in the show. Like I said, I love One Piece, but I understand <laughs> it is bonkers. It it's is a circus of a world. And then, like, if you actually, like, and I just watch it to see how much more crazy the clown would get. Yeah, yeah. So, like it is. It is fun to watch. Um, yes, there are some bits that are a bit stupid. Huge tropes. There are a bit, there are a few tropes. I'm not going to say that they're, they're no tropes, but it does yeah. um, kind of. It is a 
like it does have its differences and the continuity in that show is just ridiculous i like you you see something in like episode five and then it comes back in episode 800 so you're just like like my god (laughs) the continuity is just ridiculous in that show the thing about shonen jumps people think that the main characters always win right that no they they don't they're not gary stews they 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 lose quite often the main characters but then generally they come back and then they they win. Yeah, well, like, like Naruto always loses. Fucking Ichigo, he loses quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. The, these like, these shonen jump characters lose a lot, but then they come back and they're like, oh shit, you know that was a tough battle, but you know I'm stronger now for some reason. Well, yeah, there's like I, I love the way that they did that in um what's it called in Dragon Ball Z, where it's just like. Yeah. When the Saiyan gets beaten almost to death, well, they're going to come back twice as strong. <laughs> to be honest, that, that's just a, to be honest, that's amazing story writing. Yeah, like, like, I love that. Yeah, but why aren't the Saiyans like the strongest things in the universe? They like, are. Like, well, you know, like how 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 did Freezer end up beating them? Like at all because like how, how isn't there that the, how isn't that one guy that just loves getting beaten up like over and over and over again like yeah, goku it, on their planet it's just it's just fun to watch like a lot of the older dragon ball z stuff because yeah. i've actually gone back and watched it in the original subs to see what the script are like man king kai gives the saiyans a massive hand job before vegeta <laughs> even comes to earth <laughs> vegeta yeah. and Nappa. he talks that they're stronger than gods and everything else like that yeah. and then suddenly when they go to namek vegeta's crapping his pants when the ginyu force turn up and everyone else is around there yeah. and everything's like uh what about those guys king kai you didn't talk about those guys <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty big detail you're missing yeah. out Actually, there. it seemed like in that world that the Satan, like because vegeta was supposed to be like the same prince and he was like an a you know an elite Elite Saiyan Nappa was supposed to be like the general of some kind of like their army or something yeah. like that. And he was also like one of the, the Saiyan elites, right? And then Nappa got like fucked over. Yeah. Because the, the thing about, the thing about and then, and Dragon he, Ball, it's not how much key or how much power you have, your power level. It's how well you use your power yeah but it was like you know Pui, but that kind of went out the window for Pui, Dragon Ball Z Pui was supposed to be Pui Pui was supposed super. to be as strong as yeah. Vegeta before he came before he went to Namek yeah because like my power level is the same as yours well like well then why would the Saiyan such a big threat if the most elite Vegeta was like at the same level as Pui Pui at that I, time I don't know you're like Okay. <laughs> and then you go into the movies and it's like Broly and it's like Yeah. He's too powerful. We have to kill him. Wait, why would you kill Broly? He's he's your ace. He's he's the ace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why would you kill your trump card? <laughs> Keep your trump because, card. Because you know, the king jealous, you know. How can another same baby be stronger than his son? By yeah. like a lot. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. I'm tipping he would kill that. Like, he, he seemed like that kind of guy. Yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah. Well, it could have been, yeah. But again, like, I reckon Dragon, the whole Dragon Ball thing, I, I reckon that's written better than a lot of people want to admit. Yeah, it, like, it is. It's great. Everyone loved Dragon Ball growing up. Yeah. I, I, like, it was I love the, it for different reasons now. It was, it was the first, to be honest. It was the first anime that I watched that I actually knew was an anime because like I watched animes before Dragon Ball Z mm. and uh, like I didn't know that were they. I didn't know they came from Japan. Yeah, really. Yeah, like, like I, I, I always kind of knew. Like, uh, like I watched Robotech when I was like really little, like when I was like six or something like that. Mm. And I had no idea that was like I watched it on like I put it on TV, and it was just on like just any channel. I just never took any notice. What when I was younger, I just never took notice whether it was from Japan or English. Like it just didn't yeah, phase well, me. And then when I found out about 
that it was a Japanese anime. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> well, well, like here in Australia, we get like yeah. tons of um, like shows from a whole bunch of different countries in Europe and all that kind of stuff. You don't think about it like growing up. Like I didn't know that half of the stuff I was watching was from like, yeah. Europe and I didn't See, know the, the other half uh, was from the first, Japan. The earliest anime that I can remember watching is Technoman. Saw that on Agro's Cartoon Connections. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember Techno Man. Yeah. The earliest anime I can think of watch of is, uh, was Astro Boy because we had, cause when I lived in Darwin, it was completely different from what people watched in Victoria and everything. We had only two, we only had three channels, which was ABC, um, SBS, and Channel 9. But it's not like the Channel 9 you think of. It was called Channel 8 there. <laughs> and they had, their own different lineup of, they had their own different lineup of shows. And Channel 8 had. Uh, Astro Boy in the morning at about six o'clock in the morning, and my mum knew about Astro Boy from the sixties because there's the black and white one, but I had the eighties one, the color one, everything. And the first episode I remember seeing is when Astro Boy kept flying off to an island because he loved this uh, this lady robot because she was so magnificent and everything. But she was made to lure him in as a trap to kill him, and she chops his head off and he runs back home without his head. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Now, see, the, the the earliest one I can remember is just like I was I was watching Robotech, and they were they'd gone off into space, and the was it the main character and and his girlfriend were like just trapped, and they had the the suits on and stuff, and they're like, we're gonna die, we're gonna starve out here. When are we gonna like what are we gonna do? And then all of a sudden they look out, and there's this giant tuna fish just out in the middle of space, <laughs> and I'm just like. Tuna fish. <laughs> yeah. How did that get there? Talking about Robotech, do you guys know the um? I think it's the OVA or one of the movie Robotech movies, uh, mm. Macross Plus. Yeah, you guys yes. remember that? How beautiful is that? Oh, it's great. Mm. Oh, oh my god, it has yeah. the animation, the 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 clearness of it. Beautiful. I think it sells as well. Yeah, still cell shaded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not, no, it still sells. Sorry, the word cell shaded means for yeah. like 3D yeah. animation. No. Um, you use cell frame animation. Yeah. 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 So frame frame just, it looks animation. amazing. I think it's actually one of the last animes to fully use cells before like the whole computer started to kick in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was around sure that, like the early 2000s. That's yeah. when you could tell that was the transition from cells to the computer stuff digital because art. Yeah. to the digital art. Um, Again, there's nothing really wrong with digital art. It depends on the artist that does it. But yep. you can tell when you see something that's hand cell animated and everything because, again, different type of shading, how the characters stick off from the backgrounds, usually that's a big indicator. Yeah. Um, but it comes down to a lot – well, that's the amazing part about then is that a lot of the cell animations you had to do by hand, which was the paper yeah. uh, frame by frame, which is – it's kind of really of a lost art now because, it again, is. you can use just um, motion tweens and everything else to see the next onion skinning. So you can see the next frame yeah. that you're doing when you're drawing yeah. over and everything. It makes it a lot easier yeah. than what it used yeah. to be versus yeah. a light box. <laughs> <laughs> like, you had like, um, what is it called? The American animation was the, 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 the whole light box. I'm going to draw every single frame kind of thing. And then Japan's like, well, they're doing 28 frames a second. How can I change that so that we only have to draw four yeah. yeah. So then you get a whole bunch of these still images and then they kind of like move the camera across a still image and there'll oh be God. like 10 people all standing still and yeah. it's one person. And they the only thing them. that's animated is their yeah. mouth yeah. and they're just talking. 
but like yeah. nothing else is moving uh, except their mouth. Yeah. And you see that a lot with like a lot of old animation, uh, well, a lot of old Japanese animation. Well, that's what it came down to. It's like when it came for Robotech, Robotech was funded by an American company yeah. for to be done in Japan. And they were like, I want you to make it as cheaply as possible. And that's why they had, because back then a lot of uh, companies used to go, yeah, that's what they did. You don't think about it. You don't think I about do what's supposed time. to be moving. Oh, like, if, you, if you're like yeah. immersed in the actual show and stuff like that, it's like, you you kind of like you, you no. get into the story and you kind of like not thinking about or if it's not moving. It, it as ruins much it for me. Like, like if I'm watching an anime and there's too much talking and well, not just too much talking. If there's too much still frames but mouths are moving, yeah, for like a good five minutes, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Like it breaks it for me. I'm like, I can't watch this. Well, yeah, that's that's why it might be a bit hard for some people to get into like the old yeah. kind of animes and stuff. Yeah. But you, I, I, would, I, would, I reckon some of the older animes are, uh, are better at it. I, like, I look I, at Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, a- Ava. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, all these great animes, and they, yeah. they they still had it where it was just but like those, a still frame of that movie, but, but less of it. Those they weren't like predominant. The, those yeah. weren't the like what's it called the um uh the frame like the uh the really long because the, the I reckon that they had to make a lot more. It's uh, mainly episodes. It, it's, it's like mainly the primetime the, animes that um that are the worst yeah, offenders they, of that. They have to, the they shonen have to make, animes. They have to make so many more episodes for that yeah. particular... If you've got like 25 they episodes... they got to get it out in a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. God. If you, yeah. <laughs> just sit there drawing it up. Oh, God, we need to send these ones yeah. to North Korea and just yeah. you know get them all going out. All right, guys, we're at the 45-minute uh, mark and we're going to go into the... Promo zone. The promo zone. The We shill out. We shill out hard. We need your money. 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 All right, let's go into the promo zone starting now. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our friends here at Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. My name is Nerd Bomber, and I'm one of the co hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Every Wednesday, we have a new episode where we discuss the latest headlines in gaming, movies, and overall nerdy news. If you enjoy Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, we think you may enjoy our podcast too. Come check us out at www.onlinewarriorspodcast.com or search for Online Warriors on iTunes and every other podcast service. We'd love to have you join our podcast community. Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Hey Carl, how much do you like podcasts? I love podcasts. Me too. Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Wait, it pays me just to listen to my favorite podcast? Yeah. All you got to do is get the Podcoin app on your iPhone or Android. It's free and it's super easy to use. 
Well, I use my phone every day, so yeah. Yeah, you do. And you can use the podcast you earn to claim gift cards or donate to charity. Wait, I can help a charity just by listening to my favorite podcast. Yeah, it's passive earnings just by listening to your favorite podcast, and it's literally amazing. It turns your podcast listening to charity, or if you like, just some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards just for you. Oh, wow. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. So go get it on the App Store or Android today. I will. Yeah, seriously, just go get the PodCoin app and use our invite code, DEMFANCY, D-E-M-F-A-N-C-Y, and you get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. Wow. 300 PodCoin just for signing up and using the code DEMFANCY. So go give the PodCoin app a try today. I'm going to go do that right now. Me too. And we're back. Holy crap, that was awesome. Yep, I love those <laughs> promos. They're really good. So many promos. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, promotional people. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Send me stuff. All right, what were we talking about before the uh, ad break? We were talking about our first animes. Um, yeah. How about we talk about how we became regularly into watching anime. Oh, yeah. Weeps. Oh, when we yes. first started. When, when, when we, when we passed that dark, dark The much, much line. nerdier phase of our lives. <laughs> so we passed that line. Yep. So so that, some people haven't passed it quite far enough. So for me, that would have been Ava when I first started watching that. I, was, yeah. I, I, I remember, I, okay, I remember seeing the trailer for it for, on SBS, all right, and it fucking blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. It just, you know, has that... Like that song, I can't yeah. remember the words for it. Anyway, it has that. It just blew my mind. It's like, I think I was like 13, 14 at the time. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, I need to see this so badly. When's it on? Okay, I got to remember the date. And it's just. <laughs> Back then, you had to remember the date that something was going to air, and yeah. you just write it down. And You're like, okay, watch it. Must be home at seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, this is before when the internet started. Was it cool like it is now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you have to be home to watch this because there is no other way to watch it. All yeah, right, so, so if you missed an episode, you're fucked. No, you're like, yeah. like, mom, please tape this. It starts at seven o'clock. I yeah. need you to tape or, it. And yeah, you come home happens. and your mom forgot and you're yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> or, or worse, one of your friends taped it and you're just like, hey, can I borrow your VHS? It's like, yeah, but I got a super VHS. a super, And then it ran twice as fast as speed as a normal, v- <laughs> in a normal VHS. It's like, aww. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, like every... It, like I just... I remember the trailer for it. It just blew my mind. Yeah. Um, and just watching it week after week. Yeah. Just can't wait. Like, what the fuck's going to happen next week? Blah, 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 all that. And then it ended. And you're like, oh, I can't wait for the ending. And then, then it just talks about feelings and mm. existential, like... Existential <laughs> crises. Yeah, of, of the okay. soul and the spirit. You're like, the fuck is this? <laughs> wait, wh- when, did it, when did they run out of money? <laughs> yeah. And then it has the greatest ending of all, babe. Congratulations. 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 That's how I reckon we're going to end the podcast when we eventually do decide to finish. We'll just have a bunch of people that are like, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so th- that's the moment when I became full weeb. No, well, like my one, like... The moment I became full weeb would have to be when I first actually started watching One Piece, but I actually went full, full weeb on, on Naruto for like a while. That was like when when YouTube 
you could just have like the entire episodes on like yep. YouTube and everybody just, like, had the Naruto I, face. I, like I, I, I sat there and I watched like I think it was like twenty five episodes in like the one day. Yeah, and then it's like. Uh, like after the week was over, there was a thousand dollar internet bill, and you're like, "Oh shit! I didn't realize this was taking up all my internet." <laughs> YouTube takes up internet. I didn't oh, know. God. oh god! And then, and then we ended up with like this massive bill, and we were like watching it. But um, the ones that like before that, um, and again, I didn't know that they were like kind of animes at the time. I was just watching shows and stuff. But I think like I really got into um. Uh, Kaneku Man, which was like, uh, was it here? It was um, Ultimate, Ultimate Muscle. Ultimate muscle. Yeah, Ultimate yeah, Muscle. muscle the, the which was weird lips. Yeah. yeah, the weird lip mask and everything. <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of fart jokes. We watched that on Cartoon Network and like it was episode by episode and you're like, oh God, yeah. this is this is actually really getting cool. Yeah, did you have Foxtel? Um, yeah, I had so Fox, yeah, I had, had things like Toonami. Like, yeah, I had like Optus TV I didn't have any of that. And you had like Cartoon Network. You guys were like... <laughs> you guys like paid out and then I Toonami and then I just remember Gundam Wing and I got yeah. so into I got oh, so yeah. into Gundam Wing but then you like miss like two or three episodes and you're like what's going on and all that kind of yeah. stuff because like it had like this really really in-depth like storyline <laughs> it's like you miss like two episodes and then all of a sudden everyone's yeah. dead and you're like what happened <laughs> I just I have this funny story right? so I um I got most of my anime from like I watch most of my anime from the video store. For yeah. you kids that don't know what a video store is, it's a place that you had to drive to to either rent VHSs, VHSs back then. All right, <laughs> not DVDs. Yeah. Like I remember before video stores before got the DVDs. Of, all right? Before the time of DVDs, right? <laughs> there was you got a you, you got a fee if you didn't rewind the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they had it there. Be kind, rewind. Yeah, yeah. and like that, you, you could actually get a separate device not your VHS but a separate device to rewind tapes it just was a fucking chore <laughs> do you guys yeah. remember those speed rewinders oh yeah oh, no, I, I never actually had one of those <laughs> yeah that speed rewinders see like I just went to my, Blockbuster and Blockbuster is one of those dead companies that like <laughs> used to rent VHSs to everyone but then DVD uh, yeah. What's it called? Streaming killed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, then you got the DVDs and then when you tried to play it, just wouldn't read and you saw the disc was, was a scratch the shit. <laughs> just oh, yeah. like oh, completely was, destroyed. Like, DVDs are so much worse yeah. than VHS tapes. Like a VHS oh, yeah. tape, if it was a bit wrecked, it would just be a little bit wrecked in that one spot of the yeah. show and it would yeah. actually work. And you get a DVD, scratch DVD, nah. just yeah. stop. That's it. The you, film's you intact. You need a new one. You need a new anyway, DVD. Anyway, um, Back to my funny story. Okay, yeah. so most of my anime viewing when I was younger, this was like 14, 15, 16, right? I remember going to the video store. I'm just like, oh, well, looking through the anime section. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. I'm going to go watch this. I'm like, mom, can I rent this? And she's like, sure. It's a cartoon. It looks great. <laughs> it was a little anime called... Uh, what was it? Mad Bull 34? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good show. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm at home. I'm watching it. Mom's just like, all right, enjoy it. She goes off and cooks. I'm just sitting there going, oh, God. <laughs> Even for like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid, it's just it was so much to oh, take yeah. in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember... Um, Buying Ninja Scroll, oh, the movies, geez. 
from EB also when I was uh, 15. <laughs> I bought yeah. that when I was 15. It was R-rated. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I went, I went back and, um, you know, like when, 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 when your video uh. shops or like your, your, your rental shops were going out of, out of business and stuff and they started selling all their VHS tapes, I went in there and I bought every episode of Cowboy Bebop like nice. on VHS and I've got that Very still nice. here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was the early piracy days of where people had two VHSs hooked up to each other <laughs> so someone would play it and then record it with another tape and then that blank tape that had the show recorded would be traded around my high school and everything yeah. so that was the way I got to see Ninja Scroll uh, the Street Fighter 2 movie and Wicked City a lot of R-rated oh, films right. that, was, that was like an, another level of piracy because I like no one in my school was smart enough to do that shit. Yeah, my uncle a, did that. Yeah, but that's actually the funny part is like <laughs> I had no tough. idea when people talked about pirate tape. I thought they were talking about you know R and Mihartis pirates and stuff. Oh, yeah, yar, yar. and they're like, yeah, pirate movies are awesome. I'm like, yeah, pirate movies are pretty cool. You know? <laughs> yar, yeah. Yar. But then I, <laughs> but then I actually remembered it was actually I used to stay at one of uh, one of my mom's friends who was an elderly Scottish lady. And I actually learned about piracy then because they were actually pirating Fern Tree Gully because they had the two VHS tapes set up and everything. And I saw the blank tape and everything. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's what piracy is. That's what they talk about. Oh. And that's what happened. It's like we used to trade. And that's what happened. That's so a moment. Yeah. And that's what people used to come and trade. That's what they used to do. They used to say, hey, you got to check out this show or anything else like that. And you'd be like, I, you, one, you hope it wasn't recorded. It was recorded on a regular VHS, not the other ones like Beta or yeah. anything else like that. But oh, at the God, same time. Beta. But when you, um, but yeah, that you had no idea what it was. It was just a blank tape, and people would just be like, "Yeah, this movie's fucking amazing. You gotta watch this." And then you, then they'd be like, the next day, it's like, "Did you watch it?" No, I'm just still hiding the table. What do you mean? Give it back. I want to watch it again and everything. Um, versus today, you know, it was like, oh, well, actually, now think about it. I remember the first time when internet started to get to like cable internet and yeah. fast streaming, and, and then, that's where the whole extreme. Age of the piracy, yeah, the extreme. This it is when we the, became the, the great. It was the next pirate push. <laughs> no, this is when this is when we became the world of One Piece, the Grand Age of Piracy. Yep. <laughs> That's what it is. Once the, the show aired in Japan, <laughs> my show would air in Japan. Someone would have a recorder card in their computer and yep. record the whole show and just dump the raw thing on the internet. And someone, anyone, could just get a subtitle program that would just go straight into it, and yeah. they could just type over it straight away, and it was all done. Yeah, yeah. I remember a couple of times back in the day when I was like ten and stuff, like. I remember uh, going to the cinema down at Danny Nong and there was like a guy set up with a, m m one of my aunties did it one time. She had a handheld video camera just sitting there. I see guys like with full setups and boom mics and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my uncle, my uncle used to have those those um those DVDs like all the time. You go over to his house and say, like, hey, do you want to watch a new Catwoman movie? I'm like, yeah, right. And then you like watch it and the whole thing is like just completely dark and it's like you can't see almost anything because the, the, the person with the video cameras like did a really bad job. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, and then um, you're, you're sitting there and you're like watching it and then all of a sudden someone from the theater Gets seat up. would just stand up and then you see this, this black shadow just kind of walking oh, along, yeah. along, the, like, along the cinema <laughs> you're like oh this is a really bad one yeah. <laughs> it's actually funny because of because of piracy that i actually learned about mod chipping and everything else like that yeah it's like this one guy just ran again i had a roommate who lived with us for uh, his name was joe who lived with us for like about four or five months and then one of his friends came over with his uh, ps2 
And next thing he, I'm like, oh, right, PS2, what games you got? And next thing he pulled out one of those CD cases where he just flips it open. I'm like, this is just blank CD. He's like, yeah, because it's a mod chip, see? Guilty Gear goes in and you play Guilty Gear. You're get stupid. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you stupid kid. Don't you know the chip allows you to do that? I'm like, no, I didn't know anything about that whatsoever. See, that happened, <laughs> see, that happened to like, like, like um, first, first time. You guys had stuff. a fucking trunk full of... Uh, not but stolen shit. <laughs> I've all legally purchased merchandise. I had completely I, legally I never, purchased. I never burnt or made any illegal th- copies of anything. Yeah, that giant trunk right? idea bed. It that. was all legit. I bought every single one of my games. Okay? Never had. I never. I never had a chip in my PlayStation One or two. All right, and all of the games I purchased were completely legal. <laughs> I never. I never borrowed any games from a video store and then burnt them. Yeah. And then distributed them around my school. I never did that. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not. Man, did you know you didn't even need a chip for the PS2? Oh, you did? No, you didn't. You did? Yeah, no. Oh, there was okay. a thing where you could actually, um, you, you took off, you know how the disk drive came out, right? Yeah. If you take off the faceplate of that, right, you can get this little key. What, what, what you'll do is you put in a, uh, a normal game, right? And you'll pl- play that and you'll start loading it up. And halfway through the first load screen, you'll put this key in and pull out the whole disc tray while it's still loading up. Take the disc out and put a, whatever burnt game that you want it, put it in and it'll just load up and play. You see, that sounds like a lot of steps. See, what I what I used to have to do... Well, on, Allegedly. On, what, what I used <laughs> what to have to do, do on a... What you could do. What I could have done, all right, <laughs> was you, like I could have allegedly put in a DVD... Uh, or like a like a game, and I had to restart the PlayStation twice, and then yeah. it would start playing. Yeah, but that's it. You would have to have a chip for that. Oh yeah, you would you have. Need you need to would, mod the PlayStation. You would have to mod the PlayStation. Yes, but the way that I'm talking just, about it, you don't need to mod it. Yeah, but you literally don't. Yeah, but the way you're talking about it sounds like a lot of steps. It's like a paperclip that like pulls it out. That's it. Okay. Yeah, well, not even joking. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just a hack for the PS2. Like, yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah, you, this you, is all you just, this is all alleged. Like, yeah, this yeah, never yeah, actually yeah, like yeah. we never actually did any of these. There's things. no way you can go to YouTube and yeah. find out how to do this either. No, yeah, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you just with the PS2, you just need to pull out the disc tray while it's loading that uh beep, like loading yeah. screen. You just need to pull the disc tray out yeah. and then put in whatever alleged game that you have. Yeah, yeah because it foreign got part, game or whatever. It got part, that was the the part where the logo was coming up and everything. That is the the firewall to the software. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So basically, once you put it, load up the logo, it was going to load anything else yeah. that was in there. So you put this yeah. in. That's how it worked. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, it's just allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Back to um, back to Adamu, back to Adamu and Mungo. What would you have? Oh, but I was going to say, but it's like it's it pretty much goes hand in hand though when it comes to like most of the fandom with anime and piracy because I I have to be honest, it's like I would not have read or seen as many as shows without through that method. But at the same time, I would have not bought as much yeah. because of that. Oh, because yeah. I got to actually, you know, filter through the crap and everything yeah. like that. Like, well, versus you yeah. wouldn't get a sh- if you never got a show like released in your country at the same time, or mm. not even released on physical media. You have no idea what it was, yeah. and yeah. and that's like I got I got even imported DVDs from the United States because they were only printed there and everything. Yeah. yeah. Because again, like a lot of great shows, I'd had no idea. Unless someone talked about it or uploaded clips to the internet or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. So when, when you're a kid, you, you're just like watching the show and you get into it. And then 
when you're an, an adult and, and you, you have, have money, a little bit of money, then you go off and you, you start buying like all the, uh, the shit that you the want. Shit that you want. Yeah. Like you get, you get all the figurines. That's how it, that that's how it has worked. That's, that's us giving back to yeah. the actual show because, yeah. you know, we, we, that's just the way we had to be introduced to it because, you know, there's no other yeah. way to well, watch kids it. Kids don't have money. Kids don't have money. Yeah. Especially if you don't come from a, a family that can't afford, like say even today, like if they can't get Netflix and shit like that yeah. and kids want to get into things as well and yeah. they will pirate it still. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah. I think like most most of the Japanese anime and stuff actually came over because of, um, I think it was Studio Ghibli World. It was like Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. And it came in uh, like uh, the video store distributors would actually buy these kind of uh, Japanese or like um, uh, VHS tapes from all over the world that had like just uh, subtitles. And then they, they started just putting in things like Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind and Studio Ghibli movies and things like that into the VHS stores. And then that's how the Japanese kind of media got a little bit more popular. So it started off with those movies that they were just picking up from uh, other countries. And then it kind of continued on to it. And then they started getting more animes yeah. and like actual series and stuff. And they started bringing them into the video stores and then people would distribute them allegedly <laughs> around <laughs> schools and then you know it just kind of like blew up in that kind of way yeah. and yeah so the whole the whole anime in yeah. you know the western type of world kind of all started in that kind of because uh, yeah before in, in anime started kind of to get really big here it was disney films yeah it was disney cartoons yeah. and stuff like that and then do you know what i always find about interesting about that like we wouldn't have anime as we know it if disney didn't do what they were doing because oh, yeah. Disney influenced anime and then anime started influencing us. Yeah, well... Goes around, it goes around, it goes around. Because, yeah, yeah, the um, first animes were influenced by Disney. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. like... Well, Tezuka. Back again, in the 60s or yeah, whatever. Well, again, the, yeah, the Tezuka, Tezuka were making their, Boy. Yeah, yep. Disney were making, like, their, their films. And yeah. then they just basically, like, Japanese They were, they were, were getting like, pirated in Japan. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Think Japan, about that. Yeah. <laughs> So they will pirate Disney films and like, ooh, <laughs> inspiring yeah. kids and stuff over there to make their shit. Yeah, then. And, then, and then Japan were like, okay, <laughs> how can we make this cheaper? <laughs> how, how can we, how, how can we yeah. make this without having to draw a million frames? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, what was it? Disney um, with Snow White, they had to draw like a million frames. Didn't so they, they actually they, they never actually No, no, they never, they, 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 no, no, they, they, filmed it, they filmed it with people and they traced over it. Well, they, yeah, I'm pretty sure they well, did I saw, it for Snow White. I saw the animation process for Snow White. They actually they didn't have really cameras to record back then, so they it's actually photos. had the, the 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 dancing part with Snow White with the dress and everything. Yeah. They had this, an actress do it in front of them. Oh, yeah. okay. Many many times, so they all sat around her doing the dance, and they oh, drew it from all different okay. angles and everything. Yeah. That's how yeah. they did it back then. And the thing it's is, the it's earliest like, version of rotoscoping. It, it was never actually finished at that time. Like it was an unfinished film. It oh, really? Started. It started the entire animation process and the different way like the new way of actually drawing yeah and creating that kind of content and they never actually had finished the movie they had those giant point. glass like panels where they <laughs> yeah <laughs> the giant cells yeah. oh, night looks like nightmare fuel back then of what they had to work with yeah, yeah. But then, like i always find that that like if you go if you go into like like with Japan and like the actual mango that they that they the mango the mango yep. that they make mm, mango. I always mm, like find delicious. this kind of interesting because it's like over there it's like a newspaper. Like people will go off and they'll get like the the latest the latest 
anime, yeah, the shonen like the, the, stuff. Yeah, it's the, a phone book, thing. literally. Yeah. Where yeah, it's released in. Yeah, so like they they'll they'll go over to their news agents or whatever, and they'll buy the the, the latest anime, the manga that has come off, and they'll read it on the train. They'll leave it on the train. Well, they really like other okay. people to like yeah. like like like, like you would discard a newspaper like on the train. You finished reading it, you like leave that it there. X or whatever we have here. But here in, in Australia and like anim- like it's manga, literally. Uh, <laughs> What, the littering littering yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's like they don't because they, they'll leave it there for like someone else to read it's like <clears> I've finished reading this hobo blanket but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like but here, in, here in Australia and even like in like western things you get like a manga and it is like really hard to like it's expensive you're not going to yeah. leave yeah. it anywhere well they do have dedicated chapters as that's what we get mm. versus yeah. Shonen Jump is released weekly in a giant phone book yeah and it I, and I heard it only costs like about 500 yen tops which is nothing like 5 bucks what yeah. So, yeah, it's incredibly cheap, but the way they make their money is that they have the... If a series is popular enough, then they'll have the individual releases of the books and everything else like that, and that's where they really make their yeah, money. Yeah, and then they would also have advertisement space yeah. in the book as well. Yeah, the yeah. advertisement space was for other shows upcoming and everything, but it, it works completely different to how our comic industry and everything does. Like, in their one, they actually have fan votes, and if fans actually... If a series doesn't get enough fan votes at all... That's more than enough justifiable reason to cancel the series for that. Yeah. Dead. But yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> I actually think that, that that would be a better way of like even with our like comic books and stuff, if you want to read a comic book or you want to buy a comic book, you go to the comic book shop and it's like you can't like you have to like actually either buy like the whole set of a certain series that you're reading or you have to actually buy like each <laughs> individual comic book. Yeah, well, it's, ca- well, it's completely like changed $5 now because each and well, you got to like, remember okay. now we live in the grand age of piracy, yeah. so you can <laughs> maybe look at it online or well, so. You could, but if you want to, if you want to <laughs> be all legit, Allegedly. and you get all, yeah. if you want all your Spider-Man to be legit, and you you buy you buying all the Spider-Man comics and stuff like that, it's, it's pretty Allegedly. difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty difficult to like just you know read the chat. Like, but if they actually did it a bit like a newspaper, and they they printed it off like you know. Like a, a a dollar thing that you could just read and just leave leave around, so that yeah, so you're not but, buying a five dollar yeah. book yeah, but, that you don't really. Have but the difference is, is there's different laws for our media and everything else like that. We've got you got to remember the American comic book industry or the uh, was actually under the Comics Code, which is basically the comics industry in America purposely censoring themselves and only yep. having certain ways to releasing their books and only certain ways to having certain stories and characters. That's why I'm... It's really kind of silly. <laughs> well, that, well, that's what it, you got to remember is who was the ones that pushed for this. And you got to remember it was Archie Comics mm. that pushed for this because Archie Comics was like, I can't compete against X-Men. I can't compete against Superman and Batman. I can't compete against DC and Marvel. What can I do? I'll go to Congress and say that they're warping children's minds and everything else like that. Put in a code where they have to be clean and sterile like me. <laughs> and that's basically it. Yeah. it, that, it that's what it came down to. It was damn. all about competition right, versus the manga. It. Versus the manga industry didn't have anything like that. Yeah. In the manga industry was like, if you sell, you sell. You have the right to be on the uh, shelf. Yeah. Japan, what a beautiful country. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> it's capitalism. It's capitalism. It, they it's understood best. capitalism yeah. better. It's like the best it. capitalist society. I yep. think. Just, yeah, yeah everything, everything is about how much it sells, and if it doesn't yeah. sell, it goes away. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, you don't have any. All right, let's um, stuff. let's go back to animus and stuff the like animus. that. Okay, so, um, 
my anim- first anime was Tech Techoman, Technoman. Tech- Techoman. Um, that was I never explained what that was about. So okay. Technoman was just about a post-apocalyptic world where aliens came down from. I don't know. I'm going to say Mars, I guess. <laughs> I don't think it really... place. Yeah, undisclosed <laughs> place. And they're kind of like the Zerg, I guess, from... Starcraft. Starcraft, kind of like these alien spider things. And um, it kind of has a bit of a Fantastic Four thing to it where this guy and his family are flying through space and then they get captured by these aliens. And I think... I can't remember if it was like experiments done on them or they... Um, or mm. it was like some kind of accident, but... This guy, he, uh, him and his family somehow get, like, you don't know, well, actually, spoiler, you don't know his family's still alive, they're alive and doing stuff, but he gets this, like, <laughs> special crystal, <laughs> yeah, well, he gets this special crystal power and he can transform into this thing called Techno Man. And he had this really cool power, which was the Techno Blast, where it's, you'd, like, turn into this giant robot thing that was awesome and his shoulders would open up and he would do this techno blast and just fucking kill everything. <laughs> it was awesome. And then his, um, turns out, oh, that's right. I think it was uh, experiments. They were um, trying to make super weapons, the aliens. Oh, okay. And they were making them out of people. Turns out they the experiments worked on his family, but they were evil. So they'll come back and he would have to fight his sister. I think he fought his brother. And I can't remember his parents survived or not, mm. but I know he fought his sister and his brother. And his sister was like, "I'm evil, but now I'm not evil." And yeah. then she was dying. This is just kind of, I'm not seen it for a long time. <laughs> so some of my details are probably way off. This is how I remember it. But it was just, it was an amazing anime, and it blew my mind as a kid. I saw it on Agro's Cartoon Connections around the same time I saw Sailor Moon. Actually, yeah. the first time that was cool. Yes. Yeah, Sailor Moon wasn't. Sailor Moon was actually like a lot more decent than I actually remember. It's like you got to go back and actually watch. Sailor Moon episodes. was the anime that came on where it's just like, yeah. wait a minute, girls like anime as well. We're talking about <gasps> oh, it. Okay. In fact, girls that. actually like anime quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's like when when you look at anime compared to you know the Western cartoons again. You got a lot more strong female characters in in Japanese anime than you do in like the Western really? shows and stuff. Yeah, what not strong Western characters do we have? Well, no, the protagonists are usually like you get a lot they're, more they're female protagonists. Really? In, yes. I'm pretty sure My Little Pony has something to disagree. Kim Possible, <laughs> um, any fucking Disney movie, <laughs> they're, any they're, Disney movie. Yeah, they're pretty strong for female protagonists in most of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well. I can understand what Paul's talking about, but I think when it's like when Sailor Moon, yeah, aired, there was no real, Disney, there was no like female superhero shows yeah. at the time. Anyone remembers like like Wonder Woman, but that was like in the seventies. Nobody, yeah. it wasn't on TV anymore. This is like the first time they're turning in going, wait, high school girls that are actually the superheroes. Yeah, yeah well, completely Kim, blew Kim people's Possible, mind. Then. Like was quite a bit after, but like. If you're looking at Disney, what the Disney princesses are, oh, the girls can aspire to be a princess like half the time. It's not really like I wouldn't say that they're the aspiring to be princesses, but they were quite strong. They overcame like some some of them quite did, yeah. But yeah. like in the end, like most of them were saved by a man. You know, you got Snow White and the whole kiss. And yeah, but you got but, to, like, but those men, th- those men were portrayed in any better light, like. Most of the time, they were portrayed as idiots. Yes, they were. But, you know, they, were still, they, they were still there to save the princess and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, like, 
You go back. Who and you saves see, who? Like, come you on. Go back and see who, who really you go, saves who? Did, did, did the beast say? Did the beast save Bell or did Bell save the beast? Like, I'm confused. Know. Who saved who? Who saved who? Yeah, in Beauty and the Beast. What? The- yeah, Gaston kind of got distracted by Bell, and then oh no, whoa! Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> this roof is slippery. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but okay. Notre Dame. Who was the strongest character in that? Like, I'm pretty sure the the woman character in that was she was pretty fucking strong. What's her name? Esmeralda. Yeah. Yeah, she got a whole song about the yeah. prince wanting to have sex with her. Everybody wanted <laughs> to have sex with her in that, but she was, yeah. you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Disney have always pretty yeah. much been pretty good with portraying. But women. you just kind of described the only two non-Disney princesses, though. Like, Belle wasn't a princess, and then, oh, well, actually, Belle became a princess, I guess, after she Dude, married they're, the Beast. They're Disney like, princess. I, I, I don't Esmeralda, like that argument. Esmeralda I, I, I do not be, like that argument where people are like, they're not a Disney princess because they're not a princess. Fuck off. They're a <laughs> Disney princess, okay? They're in a Disney movie. Uh, it, it follows that bloody not, not, Disney not thing. Hunchback they're a Disney Dame. princess. Not Hunchback of She's Dame. a Disney She's princess. She's a gypsy. <laughs> uh, a... Princess of Gypsies, who cares? <laughs> yeah. right? It follows that formula. No, she's, she's okay, she's get out of here. Let's just put it this way: she's Mulan is considered a Disney prisoner, uh, princess. Everyone's a Disney princess. Yes. There's no Pocahontas. What? All right, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Sorry, man, but so, uh, <laughs> your argument is mute. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, Esmeralda is a gypsy. She, yes, she she's a gypsy a, princess. All right, yeah, right. that's yeah. what she is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if she's Very a princess poor, or not. She's in a Disney person. movie. Yeah. She becomes a princess. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. So anyway, I think we got a little. Uh, off topic I understand on that what you're talking about with like the whole Sailor Moon having Sailor these Moon. superpowers and stuff well, like Sailor that. Sailor Moon is very progressive. They even had the lesbian characters in it and everything like that. So. That's why we didn't get the rest of the. Yeah, I know. Either. That's why we didn't get the rest. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> it was too cool. Yeah. Uh, it was too progressive yeah. for, for the Western audiences because because they oh they can't show they can't show two women in a loving uh, loving relationship. Oh, they they couldn't back in that time. It. They, they just couldn't, couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like, but you know, you go but back and you got Slayer and it's like a really, really, um, what's it called? Strong female <coughs> character. And oh yeah. Well. Lena. And you got like, yep. well, it's like, you, 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 but now actually I think they've gone a step backwards because if you watch any anime, then there's like, you've always got the ridiculously, uh, unproportionate big boob to characters in like every single anime that you see now. I don't know if that's going... How's that going back? I no, I think it's actually back. gone more flatter over for, times. It used yeah. to be more bouncy in the 90s, but then the bounce has gone away over well, time. The bounciness. Because yeah. yes. the, the explosion of the harem genre. Harem. Harem. Harem genre. Yeah, because that got fucking massive after like Love Hina and shit like that. Oh, yeah, and all, the weeb, all, the weeb, <laughs> all the weebs. All the weebs. All the weebs like, oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> Take it down notes. It's like one, one man... Ten girls. Oh, How this can this go wrong? They all yeah, act no. like jerks towards him, but they all secretly like him. <laughs> like, wow! One, one man, just like me. That guy's a badass. <laughs> 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 like, I always felt like he he never he he never realizes that these girls actually like him. <laughs> They're just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Oh, it happens like so many. <laughs> just like what it happens. Every one of the girls in love, he had some way found a point where they got attracted to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just find this really strange. Like so many, so many anime. You got like like one uh, main character, and then you got four girls who are like deeply in love with him. And the main character just yeah. like has no idea that these yeah. these girls are like actually in love with him. And I'm like. Is this actually a thing in Japan? Does this happen? Like, is there, guess, so like, yeah. 
Is there all these no, guys in no, Japan? No, this is made, just, no, this, this is shows written recorded. by very, very lonely men. Yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very, lonely. Yeah. very, very lonely. It's, it, it is wish fulfillment, man. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it yeah. is. That it's is the real male power fantasy right there. It gets it's a, like every chick loves them. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, it gets a bit tiring in like some animes. If you've got a male protagonist, there's always going to be one girl who's like there for the entire time and then like they're super in love with him and then if he gets flirted, if he's flirting with like another girl or something, they always get like really, really jealous. But then they're like, I don't want to go out with him. I just don't want him to be with anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate, I absolutely hate that trope. Yeah. Uh, and it happens in TV too now as well. It's getting really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. You, you, you watch it in like these like modern, modern shows as well. And it's like bled into us, like bled into other shows. You know, like I was watching Lucifer the other day and it's like the whole, He's there, like girls in love with him, but like he doesn't really care, kind of a thing. And I was yeah. just getting really annoyed at it. <laughs> oh, I love that show, Lucifer. Anyway, back yeah. to um the the animus. <laughs> I will talk about again. Yeah, but we need to talk about the we need to talk about the real anime that really got us into it. It's the manime. The manime. The Fist of the North Star. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, just God, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah, the matter maze. <laughs> uh, to a lesser extent, I, I would also say Full Metal Alchemist is pretty manly as well. Like no, thing. I would say not. Well, it's got some it's pretty manly uh, characters yeah. in Full Metal Alchemist. They have a ma- it, the, it's two, not the two, same. Bulky, two bulky dudes that admire each other because they're muscles. Yeah, I oh, guess, well. but it's still not the same. It, it's it's yeah, not on the same level as JoJo. Versus JoJo's oh, yeah. Bizarre Adventures, I guess. Yeah, but really versus Fist of the North Star Wars, basically, it's just like, did you do something wrong? Yeah, and I'm going to brag about it. Okay, punch in the face. You shouldn't have done that as they explode. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that, like, that was back in the 90s where you had, uh, like... The no, ja- that was the 80s. Was it, uh, yeah, it was in yeah, the 80s yeah. when the, uh, what's it called? Um, ja- uh, Japanese were, like, the they're they watching a whole bunch of like the manly men that were on on TV back then. You got like your Arnold Schwarzeneggers and and your yeah. Sylvester Stallones and stuff well, like that. And there's then another they story behind that. Manly men. Well, there's actually another story behind it. The reason why we had a lot of protagonists that just absolutely destroyed the villains is because it was probably the biggest crime wave ever in Japanese history was during the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah, but yeah that's what happened. Is because there was a lot more. Again, we reached a, a time period because a lot of people don't seem to understand it. it that, there was a period during, in generally around the world. It's like in the 70s and 80s and into like early 90s. It's like one of the most violent periods of our world's history, just a crime in general and everything. And it, it was the same in Japan. So a lot of people yeah, were actually, that, actually. So a lot of people were actually, because again, we didn't have like DNA testing. We didn't, we didn't have a technology up to there to properly capture what the criminals were and everything. It was a free for all basically still but with way more advanced tech than what it used to be and everything for people back yep. then. So a lot of people were very angry with the system. They were very angry with what was happening with their country and everything. They were getting tired of seeing that these people were getting away with these horrendous crimes and no one was getting caught and everything. And then suddenly out of the manga pages walks this guy through who's in a post-apocalyptic setting that goes, did you do something bad? Yeah, I did something. <laughs> You're already dead. <laughs> wow, i got to read more of this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what Detective Conan would have come out around that time as well. So yeah, and Detective yeah, Conan came. Like anime. Yeah, but it came down to, yeah. this was, but you got to remember, it was like the anime anime was like more of a revenge fantasy for the readers at the time. Yeah, because what's, yeah. What was Fist of the North Star um, influenced by? Mad Max. Mad Max, and, Mad Max yeah. yeah. Boy, Mad, Mad Max, Max and, and, and Bruce Lee movies. Is yep, like, yeah. yep, that's it. Yeah. It's like if Mad Dad. Max, if if, if Mad Max thing. and Bruce Lee had a kid, <laughs> and do, do you know what the guy who made that he probably pirated Mad Max 
Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, most yeah. likely. Oh no, well, not like pirated. He uh, reimagined, I, I would say. Because no, no, he would have pirated it, I reckon, and then he would have been influenced by oh, Mad yeah, Max. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, he would have. Yeah. And then later on, he probably bought like the DVD and the VHS or uh, whatever. But you got to remember, oh, yeah, because yeah, you got to remember when Mad Max was released, it was only in Australia and only some limited screening in the United yeah. States. So yeah. he would have most likely saw a pirate tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so with pirate subtitles and everything. Pirate, so he would be like, wins Whoa. again. Yeah, it would have blown his mind. Yeah. Just seeing these cars and this guy going around like dishing out justice uh, <laughs> yeah, his I, way. <laughs> I love I love Mad Max. So I, I actually I went back and I watched the first like the the, the original through yeah. the trilogy that was like there. when he when he saw the Thunderdome. Thunderdome he would have just been mind blown. Yeah, I have to yeah. make an anime about this. Yeah, <laughs> well, like a lot of that that post like post apocalyptic kind of stuff was influenced by yeah. Mad Max. You like you see, yeah, like, it's a huge influence. Yeah. Good Aussie film. Yeah. Aussie. Good film from Australia. It's like, um, was it Mel Gibson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Fist of the North Star, that's an anime that's never going to die. That's just going to be reimagined into multiple series after. Yeah. Oh, it has already. We've like, got, we got like remake series. We've got dedicated, movies. we've got dedicated movies. We've gotten, has anyone seen the live action Fist of the North Star? Well, the English one? Not. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh man, that is so <laughs> cheesy bad, but it's so great to watch. Oh, Instead, yeah. Instead of, you know, where you see Kentra punch the guy and it's like in fast motion, the guy's like doing a rolling of his fist, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what does it. Must watch this. But yeah, there was like a time in the 90s where a lot of certain animes <clears throat> were getting live actions, like Guyver's another one. Oh, oh yeah. City uh, that, that, that was actually really well. good. Yeah, Guyver was amazing. Yeah, yeah fun Guyver. fact, the main actor for Guyver is David Hayter, the voider oh. of Solid Snake. No oh, shit, really? really? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I remember the scene where um he's getting the shit kicked out of him and then he falls on the guy thing he's like ah, and then he turns to the guy he just fucking bodies the punks <laughs> that are like beating him up yeah uh, that was just an amazing adaptation of that anime yeah oh yeah. i like i was saying it's like city hunter also got the live action with oh, jackie chan yeah. as the actual as, as as the city hunter and then I just love City this. Hunter's fucking wicked. I just love this, the Ryu, one part Hibu, in that Zou, movie. Ryu Cyber, Ryu Cyber, Ryu Cyber, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, um, I just love that like one part. Jackie Chan, like he gets kicked into the Street Fighter machine, oh, and then yeah. he turns into Chun Li. That was fucking mad. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Best Street like, Fighter movie it ever. Was, it was, yeah. it was <laughs> like wait, it was it was a more accurate adaptation of the Street Fighter game the than Street the actual Fighter. movie. It was yeah. so good. No, like, City Hunter's another City anime. Hunter. That's Manime. fucking awesome. I just love, like, even like the first episode, he's like, he pulls out his hand cannons, like. He just blows the shit out he, of people he, that fucking He shoots crap. through his hand because he didn't want the impact to go through the window and shoot someone on the street. Yeah. So he's like, shoots his own hand yeah. so they can shoot yeah. the bad yeah. guy. So good. Basically Dirty Harry, but Japanese kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he carries around a, like, a magnum, I think yeah. it is, and it's like. Or, or some massive gun. What's like the one with the other it? guy? Um, uh, what is it? The guy, Charles Bronson, uh, Death uh, Wish. Death yeah. Wish yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's an adaptation of those, like definitely influenced by those. The manimes. Yeah. The real. This is whole edges. Made for manly men. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What are some other manimes? Like, uh, now, Jojo. That's Jojo. a manime, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the most, manliest the most, of manimes. The most manly feminine anime. Yeah. <laughs> for no, for see, manly it, men. That, that's, a, that's the part that's really hard. It's a, that's the thing. I've done a lot of research into the series and everything. And it's basically, it just comes down to is that 
Araki, the main artist, he lo- as he said, he's said in his own books, he just loved Schwarzenegger and Stallone films and everything, yeah. but he loved fashion model designs <laughs> more than anything else. And he, that's what was his main insp- inspiration when he did the all well, the poses and everything. He had uh, like a pot, like a stack of like Vogue, Gucci, all the big like yeah. fashion model magazines, uh, all the poses, shit. and he'd be just like, "This looks cool. I'm gonna make my character dirt pose like this." <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if you actually go through it and you you look at the poses and you're like, they're impossible. Y- you can't do this pose if you have I don't know limbs, <laughs> bones, you or, you have, or you have a wire to hold yourself up because like, you just fall over if you did this certain pose. Just like you're trying to move your arm in this direction and it's like you're gonna dislocate like like all of your all of your all of your joints. We're making the game. Didn't they actually have to dislocate the character rigs? Uh, they did it for the op- the 3D openings yeah. for the show because they were doing from the they were going from the actual panels of the manga, and then when the artists looked at some of the stuff like the animators, they were like, "Oh!" And then when they like one pose with Caesar, he had his arm like his hand was like over the top of his head, but it's like way higher than what it should be. So when you actually see the 3D model, that's like completely broken it off to have the arm up there and everything to make it in the pose. But yeah, it's just like. Oh, I just, like there's so mm. many like what a great concept. Well, like I said, when it comes, but like I said, when it comes for the series, it's it's one of the still the series where even when I still read today, is that he still has unapologetic cunty villains. That's the only way to really sum, <laughs> to sum them up. They're just the pe- villains that you see that you just cannot physically stand. Like they do yeah. some of the worst yeah. things possible, and they're completely unapologetic about it and everything. They think they're in the right when they do so and everything. So when you actually see him get their comeuppance and everything, you're like, yeah, take yeah. that. And I have to say that Jojo Bizarre Adventure has some of the best Japanese voice acting in it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Dio is just amazing. What was the part where he's just like, I like it in, in the and actual... Kenshiro, was, was the guy the hat? The, uh, uh, Jojo, yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, Joseph, oh, Joseph, oh, Joseph, oh, no. oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no, I like it. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> now, you want to talk about? You want to talk about copyright? That's that's one. Oh yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick knows. Yeah, Nick okay. tells about the copyright. I can tell the copyright. Well, the thing is, Araki loves Western media a lot because again, when he finishes a chapter, he usually goes on holidays. Um, like he goes to Italy, he goes around the world and everything and, you know, just picks up whatever yep. he can find. And each, each season has a very distinct, like, yeah, each theme season, to it, doesn't it? Yeah, each season, each different season, times yeah, as well. Yeah, different timelines, but it, they have their own different kind of settings. Like, yeah. the first one I could say is more like a horror movie because oh. of Dio the Vampires and the zombies around and everything else Jack like that. <laughs> yeah, Jack the Ripper. Then you have Part two, which I can say is more like American action film, more of it, and it's setting up everything else. Actually, yeah, it's a bit like the Mummy and is it? yeah, like yeah, it's oh, like yeah, yeah like Mummy and everything. Kind yeah, of part three is Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, yeah, because they're yeah. all this like we're gonna go find Dio, going across the jungle, stopping all parts all around the world, going through India and Egypt and all kinds of. And then part four throws a bone at it completely nowhere, and it's just like yeah, you know, we're just a slice of life anime for the part four. It's about high school kids, and then some bad thing happened in their town, and that's it. Okay, cool. And then there's uh, part six, which we're up, wait, wait, I said wait, part five that we're up to now, which is about Italian mafia. Oh, yeah. okay. So, and then we'll be, next one will be part seven, which is women in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then we get it to the next part, which is, I think, part eight. It's my, my favorite of all of them, Steel Ball Run, which is a Wild West setting. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so 
as now getting back to the main story of uh, the character the behind the names of these and everything again Araki is greatly influenced by other media around the world is that he's named characters and the stand names the spe if anyone's a fan of persona they know what personas are it's like a spiritual entity of the character that fights for them and everything yeah, yeah. um basically Araki so, explain so everyone's explain got the their story own first actually everyone's got oh, their own kind of powers yeah okay well to explain the story it's basically what we're on, what we're on now and everything that everyone knows about jojo is that every character has what's called a stand yeah but it doesn't start off with stands does it uh, no it doesn't part yeah. one and part just two very are, manly, very yeah, strong one part, people. Yeah, part one and part two are based around fighting vampires and everything, and they know a fighting technique called Harmon, which is through breathing, which makes their body give off an energy like the sun that hurts vampires. Makes sense, right? Vampires don't like sun, so you may have a technique that's like <laughs> yep, using the sun in your hands. Sense. The ripple. Yeah. yeah, the ripple, as the it's ripple. called. <laughs> yeah, but basically when that's when part three came around. That's when uh, Araki introduced stance, which is... It's a it's a physical manifestation of your soul, and the stand has a distinct ability to the person. So basically, for the first time it appears, it's Jotaro Star Platinum, which is basically super fast, really hitting hard. That's what basically he is. He's a delinquent, so yeah. that's what someone like him would want. Is someone that just beats anyone up that wants to and everything. But then the next guy comes in, Abdul, who's a fortune reader. He has um. Magician's Red, <laughs> as his name. Magician's Red. As he says, Magician's Red. And basically, it's a fire manipulating stand because yeah. of, um, he's from the middle, he's from Egypt and controlled everything. And that's what happens. Each character has their own stand that does a certain thing towards the person's personality, individual, and everything. Yeah. And that's where Joseph actually developed his own stand in his old age, which is Hermit Purple, which looks like per just like they look, it looks like just purple vines. Which he also forgets to use like a million times yeah. in the show. But that's what it comes down to is Hermit Purple does everything that Joseph Joestar would need. He's a trickster, as in Slayer Hand Magician and everything. That's what he's st the stand he can use for and everything else like that. So basically when it comes to stands, that's when Dio, the main, the, as they were doing it, for the main villain, it has the world and is... This has been this has been the memed world. on the, the world. world again. This is a, that's a that's uh, still getting to the name. So that's why I did the explanation of what stands out and everything. The name "The World" comes from a Ronnie James Dio album called "The World," oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dio is named after Ronnie James Dio. Dio. Yeah. 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 So basically, this is the main factor. The well, problem when it comes to Araki, when it comes to translations, is that stand names and some characters are named after actual musicians and popular album names and everything. So basically, we have characters. It's funny to watch in the sub because they'll actually say the names in Japanese, but they'll say it in their English names. Yeah. But the subtitles are completely different. Like one of Dio's henchmen is called Vanilla Ice, <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> in the comments, and he's just like no, 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 Vanilla Ice. And then you see the subtitles, Cool Ice. So I'm quite sure he said Vanilla Ice right then. No, it's just like um, I love it. Like, uh, was it what one of them was like? Let's get the ugly company out or something like that. It's and like it's bad, bad company. company. <laughs> the bad. What's the other one? Dirty Deeds. Oh yeah, that's the and classic. What did they that, it to, uh, that's on Steel Ball Run. <laughs> it's called his stand is called Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, which is the ACDC song. Yeah. But it's the English translation, as we're called. I'm doing the quotation fingers. People yeah. say is. Uh, filthy acts at a peasant's price. <laughs> <laughs> filthy filthy acts at a peasant. Peasant's uh, price. Let's, yeah. You want to like go down some of the actual uh, what's it called? Some of the bands. Like, you've got um, uh, Speedwagon is like one really? of the characters. Yeah, because um, the yeah, Ario Speedwagon. Speedwagon. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. then actually because uh because that was like one of the very first ones. It actually it, it comes as a, a a running thing. Um, 
because then you got the Speedwagon Company, which is where yeah. jo- uh, JoJo's basically getting all of his money. <laughs> Speedwagon Speed Company. company <laughs> yeah, like, Speedwagon Foundation. Because he's, that was his, um, he, like one of the Joe's best friends was Speedwagon. So yeah, that's that's why it was that. And then you've got, what else? There was Red, red Hot Chili Peppers, as Oingo Boingo, <laughs> yeah. the Cars and Wham. Oh yeah, <laughs> just to sum up, it's like we have Dio at the start, Ronnie James Dio, and yeah. then we've got part two, which is the Pillar Men. Wham, Wham AC, DC, and Cars. All three villains. Yeah, they're the name. Those yeah. are the three villains. And was uh, who's the who's that serial killer villain? Um, uh, that's the funny part is he's was uh, he was original David name. Bowie. Yeah, he was killer yeah, Kira, David but Bowie. but then you actually look at the original concept art. It's the exact same as David Bowie on one of his albums, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> David Bowie found out about it and sued him, so he had to change the character. That's bullshit. I don't see how you get sued for that. Well, basically, he I don't know made how they the sued Japan for that because well, like, they've got way different. I think they got fret- I think they got threatened for it, and then he just changed it halfway through anyway. Yeah, because you, you can't be sued because it's a parody. Yeah, it's not actually. But I guess, a but I guess he did. Be, yeah, but I guess it came down to he just did it anyway because he probably like respected David Bowie's work yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, and of course, we even if like part five, they still got like they got Biggie Smalls, Biggie, <laughs> Biggie Small Green Day, Green Day. Um, like Spice Girls. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, one of the Damn. girls that has a stand called Spice Girls. Yeah. Um, what was that? Uh, that serial killer, David Bowie. Not David Bowie. What was his stand again? Uh, Yoka, uh, Yoshikagi stand? Kira. Yeah, his stand was um to Killer Queen. Killer Queen. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Killer, Killer Queen. Killer Queen. Yeah. Yeah. And when it did a move, it's called Bite the Dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, he, and he could really put bombs on people. I think I yeah, remember. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, that's what his stand does. It was he was a serial killer, but he didn't want anyone to find out about it. He wanted to live a peaceful, quiet life. So his stand was built to that personality, which is anything he touched or the stand would touch would make it a bomb and explode completely out of existence. Basically, no evidence or anything. powers or to an extent, you know, he yeah. touched something and it would turn into a bomb, and he could make things disintegrate or blow up. But the main problem is, is that he's a serial killer and he had a nasty trait of keeping the beautiful... Because he always targeted beautiful women and he would keep the hand every time of each woman that he killed and everything to keep around like he pet it and everything else like that and buy jewelry and everything else like that and <laughs> then one day killer. He, yeah, yeah and that's what happened yeah. he would let, and this is what actually led to him getting caught was that he went out with the hand one day and he put it in the sandwich bag and there was another character that came along and said did I leave my sandwich bag here oh sorry and he took that one without realising it and then when he opened it that's when he's like did you see what was in the bag <laughs> like it was a hand and everything <laughs> straight away <laughs> did you see what was in yeah. the bag yeah oh, had a, the, oh. that show had like one of the best kind of like kind of scary kind of characters when when um when he kind of hides himself and he he hides himself he changes his face and he hides himself in like a family kind of a thing and the son of that family actually suffers from like a kind of condition where you think that everyone in your life is an imposter and like Damn. like yeah he he's that the 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 person that he took over the father his son actually had that kind of thing where he thinks that everyone in his family and everyone around him has been replaced with some kind of imposter. And it was actually a thing where it came true because he thought that his dad wasn't his actual dad, but it was true. His dad wasn't his actual dad. He, the serial killer blew his dad up and then changed his his face, face took his face to make him look like his, to make it look like his dad. And then the son was like looking at him and trying to figure out, like trying to get proof that he wasn't his actual dad. This is basically what he's been doing his whole life. But it came true. 
And oh, I find wow. that I find that almost kind of chilling in a way, like the way it was written because Yeah. Because that's what it is. He notices like little tiny things. He's like suddenly dad couldn't put his shoes on correctly. Like they weren't the right size for him. Oh wow. And that and it's just like he notices how he behaved in the morning. It's just like he's a lot more affectionate towards mum for some reason. It's like he's never he was never like that. He was always a businessman and stuff like that. It's yeah. just little tiny things that and that's what Kira started to realise as well when he saw the kid watching, he's just like he, he would even stress about it. It's just like the littlest thing that the thing he didn't even think would make him stand out would make him stand out to this kid. Yep. Well, one of the cool things about that as well is I really like the, it's got one of the best endings to an anime. It's got the, um, the Savage Garden song. Oh yeah. That's yeah. one of the, that's for part like, four. Whoa. Yeah. There's a lot of, again, because Araki has a lot of love for all of uh, Western music and everything. There's a lot of songs that are used for the endings like, um, Turn Around is the, probably one of the more famous ones for part three. The one that goes, that's one used to set up and everything. Yeah. It's got the Savage Garden ending. They have the, um, that's uh, the for the Mafia one. That's the one, every freaking day and every freaking night. <laughs> that's, that's the finishing for Actually, that one. Actually, uh, got a question for you guys. What is your favorite anime opening? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, if we're going for like, for my teenage years, it had to be, everyone would know this, it's from, it's Naruto's second, I think it's second opening, Haru Karata, yep. the one where it's the, before the uh, Genin tournament, well, yep. the, the, the Chunin tournament, that's right, and it's the one by Kung Fu Generation, um, it comes with amazing rock thing and everything, and it, it, I think it's that part where they have all the different people that are going into the exam, and it does that spin around with the, I was just like, whoa! See, um, Mine is a pretty toss-up. Like, I guess it would be Samurai Shampoo is a really fucking awesome one. Oh, yeah, and the original Bleach opening. Oh, yeah. That was a fucking mm. fantastic opening. I love that, that one. That was funky, that yeah, opening. I know, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, Too bad the really anime turned to garbage. Off the dock and all that <laughs> stuff. It's like, I always remember, like, ooh, that, It's kind of like yeah. the, the songs at the start of the thing. Oh, and we can't go past One Punch Man season one, one opening. Punch Man. Yeah. One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, actually, Three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love all of those, but I would have to say that Hajime no Ippo is probably got like uh, the boxing anime for those of you yeah. who don't know. The what first it is. I haven't seen that one. one. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's actually what got me and my younger brother into boxing, like full on. Like, yeah. We're watching this anime and it is yeah. so well drawn. Again, and done by so Madhouse. Done. It's yeah. done so well. Yeah, Madhouse is in a fantastic and, anime studio. And it's got like. It's got an amazing opening. It's like very, very cool. Which one? The first or the second one? Well, they're both really good. But I would say that the first one opening? was actually well, the, the, the first anime, anime mode. opening. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. anime in general? Well, the, the anime in general is great, but the opening, amazing. Yep. I absolutely love it. Okay. It gets you super pumped to like watch it. You're like you're watching, you're watching the opening and it's like lots of good action and, and you're kind of like you're, 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 he's getting ready to, to, to fight because it's all boxing and it is... Like it, it gets you super pumped to actually watch. Yeah, the, show. the second opening I say is my favorite of it. The, just that guitar riff and everything. And that's the funny part when me and Costa went to the UFC uh, when we was, when it first in Melbourne. A fighter actually came out to that opening to it, and we were just like, <laughs> yeah! Oh, "Yeah, Ben Yuen." Yeah, Ben Yuen. Yeah. He came out to that one. He came out to the second yeah. opening of Hajime no Ippo. He won the fight as well. But me and Costa were like, "Yeah, wow!" <laughs> the second he came out to that song and everything. Um, another good opener is uh, Ava. Yeah, like, of course. It's, you can never go past that. That's just. Pure classic there. Yeah. 
another great opening, uh, Berserk's original mm. 90s oh, over. Oh, yeah. Forces. Hume, he's one of my favourite producers, actually, music artist. Uh, what's his name? Hume is Zuki or something. I can't remember. He does the... Um, the music for Berserk, he did the opening for Berserk. He did some yeah. of the music for the movie Paprika. That has yeah. a great opening, actually, I love segment. Paprika. Yeah. That's that, an amazing yeah. opening. But yeah, Berserk's 90s soundtrack is phenomenal in itself because <laughs> he does the music for and everything. Yeah. Even though most everyone probably knew to see it, it's the oh, 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 yeah. oh, forces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually like the other Berserk one, the one that everyone hates. It's like, that, that kind get of get out like, of my house. <laughs> get up and get out. I know everyone hates it. It's the best English ever. It's like the best Japanese kind of trying English. to trying to sing in English kind of horribleness that everyone hates. I, I don't know. I love no, it. The best English is definitely from Initial D. Initial, Initial D. D English songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> when yeah. they go to three, two, one. Let's move into the brand new. Yeah. Let's find it to the brand but new. But then beat. you have like fantastic Eurobeat ones where that guy's just like. Uh, what are some of the nights of fire? Like oh, full-on yeah. Eurobeats. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how you save a street racing anime. It's like, you better have a hot soundtrack. How's Eurobeat sound? Perfect. <laughs> and it works. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and then, then, then they get you so pumped, actually. And then like, they fucked yeah. it up when they brought it out here. Yeah. They made it all fucking gangster rap it's and so, shit. You're and like, it's Ugh. so, like, it's so Doesn't mellow. <laughs> yeah. You kind of like, you want it to be like really... Really fast and energetic, and then yeah, so they had this gangster like rap really shit. Quite yeah. mellow, and it, it it takes all of the You're all like, of the intensity oh, out. I know. Of it. Yeah. Initial D is a fantastic anime as well. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> even <laughs> though the just warning anyone watching the first two seasons, the CGI it's like very very early CGI. <laughs> it's terrible, and the cars stick out really badly. But it gets way better later on. Yeah. But the soundtrack itself is phenomenal. But I, yeah. I love that mixing CGI with with the uh, hand best soundtrack. Yeah, it's so good as well. Like with with Initial D. Yep. Because it's like the people like all drawn and then you get these like 3D cars out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, guys, we're at, um, when, uh, at yeah, nearly two hours. Whoa. Yeah. We could talk yeah. about anime all day. Yeah, yeah we, really. we bloody could. We could probably go all through the night. But I think, uh, yeah. I think we could finish it up there, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to thank you both for coming in today, filling in for Nico, that lazy Fuck. <laughs> In fact, he's fired. <laughs> he's no longer a fancy dinosaur. He's right, a right, dinosaur. Right. <laughs> he's a dinosaur. Fuck off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to also um, thank the audience as well. Thank you for coming in and listen to us, listening to us just shit talk about Adamu. Yeah. And we didn't really get into Mango. We didn't get... We, yeah. we got into Mango a little bit, but yep. not, we didn't actually like talk about actual mango that we're reading yep, the fruit <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well, well we'll save that for a later date i think next week we'll go back to um talk about john wick 3 and detective pikachu that's if we've seen it i might have watched uh king uh king um godzilla, godzilla, by king, then. Of godzilla. Yeah. king of the monsters king of the monsters that looks amazing want to go watch that in imax sometime this week yeah <laughs> so we'll like, do whoa <laughs> blow my mind so yeah thank you guys again thank you to the audience uh, remember, you can find us on. Uh, just trying to remember all the things Nico normally does. This so there's uh, uh you can find us on Instagram, Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, I believe. Uh, you can find us on you know out on any of the podcatchers, so Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Podcoin, 
Um, don't forget to check out our website, thenfancydinosaurs.com, and our merch store, which you can find through our website. Mm, nice. Yeah. So I yeah. think uh, I think I did pretty well. Quality for that. of the threads. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I got to start pushing that um, the threads now. Pick up a hoodie. It's starting to get cold here in Australia. <laughs> and if you're in uh, America, pick up a shirt. They look cool and fancy. Yeah, for the summer. So, yeah. so very fancy. Yes. I got to get you one, Paul. Oh, do, really? Yeah. Okay. So you look fancy. I got to. Uh, that's what I'm thinking about uh, for Christmas this year. Just buy everybody something. Yeah. Just the merch. Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> so you can be advertising hey guys, for us. I've got, I've got all this merch. <laughs> so you don't actually. It's like you, you don't. I didn't. I didn't really feel like going out and buying you anything. I put all this merch. <laughs> Look at this box. It's full of merch. Yeah, have a stubby holder. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. All right, all right. Um, bye. 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 Oh, good episode. <laughs> <laughs>